0: Good morning, it is 11.30am and I'm CFRC's broadcast journalist Christina Laurie. You're listening to Kingston Currents here on CFRC 101.9 FM based in Kingston, Ontario. CFRC's news programming is brought to you by the Community Radio Fund of Canada under the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street and The Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. In the next half hour, we will be running through winter and holiday updates in the city, a big decision regarding our downtown arena, and reflecting on another year of programming with the Kingston School of Art, featuring an interview with their new executive director. City, Utilities Kingston, and Kingston Fire and Rescue share snow and ice safety reminders. Winter is here! The City, Utilities Kingston, and Kingston Fire and Rescue urge you to review these winter-related safety tips. 1. Be a good neighbor. Show your family, friends, and neighbors you care about their comfort and safety. Keep your sidewalk and neighborhood catch basin clear of snow and ice. 2. Be safe around snow plows. Drivers stay three car lengths behind a snow plow to allow for safe stopping distance. Never cut off a snow plow. Pedestrians and caregivers. Assume the snowplow driver has not seen you. If you see a snowplow, move off the sidewalk and into a yard where you can be seen. Do not play on or make forts or tunnels in roadside snowbanks. Never approach a snowplow even when it has stopped. You can go to cityofkingston.ca slash snow to find out about city snow clearing standards and priorities and to read our frequently asked questions. 3. Keep Gas Meters Clear Although your outdoor gas meter is designed to withstand winter weather, heavy or hard-packed snow and ice can be a safety hazard. Keep snow and ice from building and covering your meter. Concerned Utilities Kingston customers can call the 24-hour line at 613-546-1181 or visit utilitieskingston.com for tips and information. Concerned Enbridge customers can call its emergency line at 1-877-969-0999. 4. Keep outside exhaust vents, such as those gas-fired furnaces or water heaters cleared of snow or ice. 5. Ensure fire hydrants and fire department connections are visible. This assists firefighters in the event of an emergency. 6. Clear snow and ice from fire escapes, exit doors, and other emergency exit points to allow for a safe exit in the event of an emergency. 7. Place garbage and recycling where it can be clearly seen and safely collected. Do not place garbage bags in containers, recycling boxes, or green bins on top of snow banks. Choose a collection area at a safe and visible ground level location location on the boulevard closest to the curb or on the right side of the end of your driveway or walkway as you face the street. Another option is to create a shelf in the snowbag that provides the collector with easy access to your waste containers. Keep a path from the road to your collectibles clear of snow and ice. Safe placement helps avoid injury. 8. Be aware of winter parking restrictions. The city is currently piloting a weather-based winter parking program. During December and March, when there is inclement weather, an overnight on-street parking ban may be called. When a ban is in effect, parking is prohibited on city streets from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. and from 12 a.m. to 7 a.m. on the streets that surround Kingston General Hospital. During the months of January and February, no overnight on-street parking is permitted. This bylaw ensures that cars are kept off the streets so that snowplows can affect respond to winter weather events. You can be fined and towed for violating the bylaw. Please note that parking in the middle of a cul-de-sac is also prohibited at all times. 9. Businesses keep sidewalks clear of hazardous snow and ice. If you front onto public sidewalks, you must remove any snow or ice, including rooftop snow, ice, or ice coals hazardous to pedestrians as soon as possible, but in any event, not later than 12 hours after the end of the precipitation that caused the snow and ice. Those who don't will be charged the cost for clearing and could face a of up to $5,000. It is also illegal to move snow onto streets or sidewalks. 10. Prevent water from freezing around electrical lines. Keep your eavesdrops free of debris so water runs safely away before it freezes. Ice can build up where overhead electrical service wires attach to your home, a dangerous and costly situation. Consider that the root of the problem may be poor attic insulation. Never attempt to clear ice from around electrical service wires yourself. Concerned utilities customers can call the 24-hour line at 613-546-111 181. Concerned Hydro One customers can call 1-800-434-1235, available 24 hours a day, every day. 11. Remove Icicles Hazardous to Pedestrians Every building owner occupant in Kingston must remove the snow and ice, including icicles, from the roof of their building when it poses an immediate danger to pedestrians. Those who do not will be charged the cost for clearing the icicles and could face a fine of up to $5,000. 12. During prolonged extreme cold spells, take steps to prevent water lines from freezing. You can go to utilitieskingston.com com slash water slash frozen services to see if your pipes are at risk of freezing and the steps that building owners can take to help prevent freezing pipes. This webpage also explains the processes and responsibilities involved if your water service does freeze. 13. Follow Plow Progress with your Plow Tracker Review road and sidewalk plow progress before you go using the city's plow tracker and better plan your routes. Data is visible on the app when plows are out plowing kick off your New Year's Eve with K-Town Countdown brought to you by Canada Royal Milk. The Invista Centre will be taken over from 5 to 9pm on December 31st, 2023 with fun activities for all ages. This year's K-Town Countdown, brought to you by Canada Royal Milk, features public skate parties with the best tunes and funky lighting. Come check out your favorite reptile friends with the Zoo to You exhibit and family-friendly live entertainment with Yo-Yo Dave, plus face painting, glitter tattoos, and take home a -A Build-A-Friend DIY stuffed animal. Admission to the event is by cash donation with volunteers at Entry Doors collecting for this year's charity, Our Relations Land Trust. All donations go directly to the Climate Action Fund, benefiting Our Relations Land Trusts, Food Sovereignty Garden on Highway 15. For gifts over $20 requiring a tax receipt, please donate online at Canada Helps. Canada Royal Milk General Manager, Mr. Han states, quote, Canada Royal Milk understands the importance of community because of the hard work and dedication of our more than 160 local skilled professionals. We are grateful for the opportunity to be a partner in bringing Kingston residents together. As friends, families, and loved ones prepare to toast to the new year at the Invista Center, we extend a heartfelt season's greetings and look forward to continuing to give back to our community in 2024, end quote. New this year, adults can enjoy our Champagne on Ice festivities, which includes an adult skate and a 19-plus comedy show hosted by AB3Comedy with a complimentary New Year's toast. Jack's Pro Shop will be open for your skate sharpening and skate rental needs. The event will also feature their first-ever Sensory Skate from 5 to 5.45pm 5 at the Day Insurance Rink, offering dim lighting, no music, and encouraging participants to speak in hushed tones. Non-slip mats will be available for non-skating companions wearing a CSA-approved helmet. Some snacks at Haymaker's Canteen and Snap-a-Pic in their 360 photo booth. There will be a few surprises in store as well, so come celebrate New Year's Eve. Fireworks display downtown at 9pm made possible by Kingston Accommodation Partners. The best viewing is from Confederation Park. Kingston Transit will operate its regular weekday service on December 31st with free rides all day. Plan to get there by bus using the Trip Planner or your favorite transit app. Volunteers help make K-Town Countdown a success. To volunteer, you can contact Emily at ematpan at cityofkingston.ca. For a complete list of activities and timings, you can visit their event page at cityofkingston.ca under K-Town Countdown. At Tuesday's City Council meeting, naming rights to the large entertainment venue downtown were awarded to Slush Puppy Canada, Inc. The venue, located at one the Tragically Hip Way, which has been known as the Leon Center since 2018, and the K-Rock Center before then, will officially be Slush Puppy Place beginning January 1st, 2024. The decision was instant and unanimous. The official declaration met with applause in City Hall. Okay,
1: the first clause, naming rights for Kingston Large Venue Entertainment Center. All those in favor? Opposed? that is carried. Slush Puppy Place is official. Okay, we're good.
0: Councilors did not have to sort through many submissions to come to a decision as Slush Puppy Canada Inc. was the only official submission received through the city's call for proposals. The agreement with the corporation is for the next 15 years, worth a total of $2,025,000. This will be the second venue in Canada named after Slush Puppy Inc., with the first being the Slush Puppy Centre in Gatineau, Quebec. Lainey Hurdle, chief administration officer of the city of Kingston states quote, the large venue entertainment center has a history of naming rights partners since its opening in 2008. We look forward to the continued animation of this incredible venue through the well-established family-friendly slush puppy brand and to working alongside the slush puppy team in partnership with the Kingston Frontenacs, end quote. The change has garnered an interesting community response, most agreeing that the name is not the most aesthetic choice, inspiring a mixed reaction. YGK Rogue on Twitter wrote quote, Kingston, we only about money end quote. Other Kingstonians while still poking fun at the on the nose name, are ready to go see the fronts in the New Year at the slush. Before we get into more local news headlines we're going to turn to our CFRC traffic report. Now it's time for your CFRC Weekly Traffic Report for the week of December 22nd to January 4th. Please note that the winter parking ban will be in effect as of January 1st, 2024. Motorists are advised that overnight on-street parking is not permitted during the months of January and February. PSPC wishes to advise motorists of alternating lane closure on LaSalle Causeway for major rehabilitation during the following period, November 1st, 2023 to Tuesday, April 30th, 2024. During this period, one lane will be closed and one lane will remain open for alternating needing traffic. Motorists should expect short delays. Access will be maintained for pedestrians and cyclists. PSPC encourages users to exercise caution when traveling on the bridge and thanks them for their patience. For road closures this week, King Street, the tragically hit way to Plaster Arms is closed December 29th at 7pm to January 1st at 4am for the Glorious Sons event at the Leon Center. University Avenue, Union to Earl is closed until May 29th for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queens j project. In parking disruptions the Town Memorial Parking Structure Restoration Project is underway. The work is taking place throughout several levels of the building and will include efforts such as routine structural maintenance, renewal of waterproofing materials, and upgrades to the building, mechanical and electrical systems. The work is expected to conclude in late December. The work will be completed in phases to allow the building to remain open to public parking for the duration of the project. Phase work areas will occupy a maximum of 40% of the available parking stalls at a time. Up to 180 spaces will be out of commission. There is parking availability at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages in the two adjacent blocks to the east. In other delays, Queen Street Montreal to Sydenham expect an eastbound lane closure until April 1, 2024. Detours will be in place for the duration of the lane closure. That was your CFRC Traffic Report for this week. Local health units joined forces to remind you to protect yourself and others from respiratory illnesses this holiday season. This time of year is well known for holiday parties and gatherings to celebrate the season. These gatherings are important to foster a sense of belonging, improve your mental health and bring our community closer. Respiratory viruses can spread easily when people gather, especially over holidays and in winter months. Respiratory illnesses can have a significant impact on overall well being. KFLNA Public Health urges individuals and communities to consider ways to reduce the spread of respiratory illness. Respiratory illness season has arrived. Viruses such as COVID-19, influenza, and respiratory virus are circulating at the same time as common cold and cough viruses. Protecting yourself, your family, and those around you at high risk of severe illness and complications is an important public health matter. Many people in our community, like older adults, pregnant persons, young children, and people with weakened immune systems are at higher risk of severe illness, complications, and hospitalizations. The local public health agencies in the eastern region support the provincial recommendations for using layers of protection we know are effective. Get your updated COVID-19 and annual flu vaccine. Both vaccines are recommended for people 6 months and older and can be received at the same time. These vaccines reduce your likelihood of getting these infections and are particularly effective in preventing severe illness. The best way to access these vaccines is at a local pharmacy. For a list of participating pharmacies near you, you can visit Ontario.ca slash vaccine locations. Some people may also be able to access these vaccines through their healthcare provider. Some public health units run clinics for those who face barriers accessing vaccines. Check your local health unit's website for information. Wash your hands frequently with soap and water, or use alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Germs spread this way. Clean and disinfect surfaces that are touched a lot, like desks, door handles, toys, and computer keyboards. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue or sneeze into your arm, not your hand. Optimize indoor air quality as much as possible, which may include increasing the air exchange rate, changing your air filters, and keeping doors and windows open where possible, weather permitting. Stay home when you are sick. Stay home until you are fever-free and your symptoms have been improving for 24 hours. If you have symptoms for a respiratory illness don't visit those of high risk of severe illness including those in long-term care retirement homes or in hospital if you can't stay home wear a well-fitted mask for the 10 days after symptom onset avoid non-essential maskless activities if you're not sure you can do a self-assessment at ontario.ca wear a well-fitted mask particularly if you're at higher risk for severe illness to protect yourself from respiratory viruses, to protect others at high risk, and when recovering from illness. When indoors, in crowded public places and around those most vulnerable. Bring a mask with you wherever you go, so you're ready to use it if you feel the need or are asked to do so. When you go to the emergency department, if you have questions about your health, call your primary care provider or Health Connect Ontario at 811. If you or your child are in distress, go to the nearest emergency department or call 911. Public health units continue to monitor a number of factors, including the overall respiratory transmission and frequency of severe illness. Respiratory virus surveillance reports from each area have information about COVID-19 and flu cases, outbreaks, and much more. Be sure to visit your public health agency's website for more information. While it is important to reduce the spread of communicable diseases like respiratory illnesses, it is also important to care for your mental health during the holidays. The following are some resources you or a loved one can access. 988 Suicide Crisis Helpline. Call 988 or text 988. Kids help phone 1-800-668-6868 or text CONNECT to 686868. Anxiety Canada at anxietycanada.com. Bounce Back Ontario at bouncebackontario.ca is a free guided self-help program for those 15 and up. Canadian Coalition for Seniors Mental Health, CCSMH, offers resources for aging adults and their families. Available at ccsmh.ca. The Kingston School of Arts celebrates another successful year and is looking forward to another year of community arts programming. This month, KSOA has welcomed a new executive director, Victoria Smythe. Smythe has been involved with the school before in a volunteer capacity, including this year's juried exhibition in the fall. To chat about her start with KSOA and in the spirit of heading into a new year, I sat down with Smythe and we got into wrapping up 2023 and heading into 2024 with KSOA. To get us started, I was wondering if you'd like to introduce yourself. Sure. I'm Victoria Smythe.
1: I'm the new executive director at the Kingston School of Art. Awesome. Good stuff. And how long have you been with KSOA? So this is actually only my third week. So I'm still incredibly new. Um, I'm still very much using the I'm new here. Um,
0: Yeah. And working my way in. That's really exciting. How's it been like coming in with this like fresh lens for the last few weeks?
1: It's been pretty good. Um, I was a volunteer here for the juried exhibition that just happened. So mm. I already had a bit of a relationship with the school, um, but not working on a full-time basis. Um, but yeah, I've always been really excited by what the school has done and what, um, like how we're a part of the community. All the things that my predecessor, Maddie, accomplished in the last year have been fantastic. And I've just been really excited to be able to continue on with that. And how has your first month been? Exhausting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I imagine.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of information. Um, there's we have like tons of programs every term. Um, so wrapping my brain around that has been a lot. Um we I got really lucky because I came in right when the fall term was really ending and Maddie was really great at making sure that the winter term was all basically wrapped up and ready for me. It was my Christmas present. Um <laughs> And so I've been able to come in um, at a really quiet time of the year and be able to actually have time to wrap my head around everything and go into the winter term all ready to go. Yeah, that's awesome. And what has surprised you as you came into the school? You know, the Kingston School of Art, this 2024 is actually going to be our 30 year anniversary of being open. Wow. Um, Mm Yeah. And probably the thing that surprised me the most was the fact that up until about three years ago, when um, Maura DeMorris um, took over as the executive director, before then, the school had been run entirely by volunteers. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: And obviously, they were very successful at running the school. um, But for anyone who doesn't work outside of nonprofits, having an organization run entirely by volunteers is actually a really big feat Mm -hmm. to accomplish. because volunteers are wonderful and everything, um, but sometimes just the organization of it can be really difficult. And so having the school be so successful for all that time strictly run by volunteers is just, it was very surprising for me. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's an amazing accomplishment. So you'd say that's one of the biggest challenges I guess KSOA has, I wouldn't say overcome, I'd say took head on, you know, in the last few years. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like I think probably just shifting from being entirely volunteer run to bringing in actual staff has definitely been a change and, you know, put a focus on being like, okay, well, what were maybe some of the things that fell through cracks or, you know, where are our policies or, you know, just kind of shifting the focus um, and making sure that everything was just, you know, being run the way that a nonprofit has to be. I don't know if I'm wording that properly or not, but, um, you know, just it it, it is
0: very different when it's actual staff running it versus volunteers. I was going to ask, I mean, you've only been with the school for a short time in this capacity. Um, But I was wondering if you have any memories from 2023 that you'd like to share as some of your favorites.
1: When you asked me to do this interview, I reached out to the board um, just because Mm -hmm. I am very new here and I've only had a, a viewpoint as an outsider from here. Um, and they gave me a couple highlights, which I very much agree with because they are very big projects. And one of the really cool ones that happened was at the beginning of the year, we started 2023 with a bang, um, and we had our Indigenous Canoe Garden project. Um, and so um, QBACC worked with us and artists Jaylene Cardinal and Dakota Ward to create um, an Indigenous Canoe Garden at Queen's University. But the artists actually used our window art gallery as a studio space to paint canoes. And um, the public was invited to come in certain days of the week and be able to actually watch them paint the canoes um, kind of as an artisan residency throughout January. Um, and having the open studio visits and a series of workshops, and they were able to really connect with the community that way. And then the canoes were installed at Queen's University in May. Um, so that was a really great start for a year. We also had our Arts Edu Action project, um, which was a collaboration between us and the Limestone, Limestone School Board. Um, and we also had funding from the Community Foundation um, where we had teaching artists go into schools Um, and work with teachers on how to bring arts more into the classroom and how to teach the arts that way. And the teachers actually came to the school as well to learn how to do it. And they kind of went back and forth with a bit of a mentorship project and a peer to peer mentorship. And probably the other thing that I was a really big fan of was the pride quilt that we had. So we had about a thousand squares that were prepared and distributed. Um, teachers could apply for art kits to be able to participate and when so we sent out all these squares to the teachers that um, applied for them and when they got returned to KSOA all the students had decorated them and we were able to sew five panels of quilts together to create five large pride quilts. It was a really cool site. Um, these quilts were included in the pride parade and they've been showcased at Um, a bunch of different community organizations like Trellis and the Faculty of Education, the TED Center here. And yeah, it was really cool to see just so many schools and students come together and create something so beautiful.
0: Yeah, that is amazing. It's also, it's just awesome the impact that art can have on the community.
1: Yeah, it really is. Like I feel like most of the highlights that happened in 2023 were really very much community-based. And I think that's just an amazing thing to be able to accomplish. And that that that's our highlights is they're all very much community art projects.
0: Headed into 2024, you mentioned it's your 30th anniversary coming up. That's so exciting. Do you have any plans yeah. for kicking off the year?
1: Um, so we do have an artist exhibit coming up in the Window Art Gallery. It's Lisa Rich. She's got a month-long exhibit um, coming up, which is going to be super cool. She's a fiber artist um, and experiments in a bunch of different... Um, she does um, like two D and three D pieces. Um, we're not doing anything as of right now for the thirty year anniversary. Um, we're hoping to put up um, like a reflection exhibit maybe in December. Um, mm-hmm. at the end of the year, we're working on we're working
0: on it <laughs> in the works. Sounds good. It's well- in it's in the works. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, excited to see uh, what comes out of your 30th year. Um, Are you excited as executive director to be headed into your 30th year? That's awesome. (laughs) It's an exciting year to join, I suppose.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Um, I am very excited. Maddie also, like my predecessor, had 2024 all lined up for the gallery. Um, I'm really excited for a lot of the projects we have coming up and the artists that are coming in. Um, We have so many different initiatives going on. Um, We just got Funding um, to do a beating circle for Indigenous youth, which we're partnered with Four Directions and the Kingston Native Center and Languages Nest, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, there's there's going to be so many things in 2024 coming up. I can't I can't even list them all.
0: <laughs> Super exciting, yeah. And you're already getting out in the community and making a difference for 2024. How can folks keep up with and support the Kingston School of Art as we head into 2024?
1: Really, um, the way you can support us best is by keep registering for programs. Um, we have memberships available now and we're always working on making the memberships better and newer. Um, our membership program just got um, rolled out in the spring of 2023. Um, so it's still a little bit of a work in progress, but we do have memberships available. We're always looking for volunteers to help out um, for programs or behind the scenes or with um, our different committees. And, you know, if you see that we're heading out for a community event, come by and say hi, and we can talk to you about all the different things that are going on at the Kingston School of Art.
0: Once again, that was Victoria Smythe, new Executive Director with the Kingston School of Art. For more information and to keep up with the school, you can head to ksoa.info. That is all things Current in Kingston for this week. Thank you for listening to CFRC's Local News Programming, brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada under the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What a at 732 Princess Street, and The Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.